You're listening to the Oklahoma Math Podcast. Greetings, everybody. This is Levi Patrick, and today is the last day of January, January 31st. And I hope that you have had just an amazing week making a difference in the lives of those kids. Uh, I just want to keep this introduction very short because this week was fairly uneventful for me and for Jennifer. But the basic story is... uh, We are working really hard to make sure that our sessions in Stillwater and Ardmore next week are going to be wonderful. Uh, I know that Jennifer is down in Terrell, Oklahoma, working with folks down there. We're going all over the state to uh, help out whenever we can. So please uh, stay in touch with us. If you need something from us, don't don't hesitate. Get in touch with us so that we can help. Um, Also, um, you know, I think I just want to put out an all-call for folks because uh, Sammy Marshall has done it again with our third installment of our Friday Roundups. We have a fantastic blog post at okmathteachers.com, which we'll talk about more here in a second. But it's such a great resource for folks, and I'm getting a lot of good feedback about how wonderful these these Friday Roundups are and how easy they are to read and digest. So I'd like to talk to all of you. If you have something that you feel like you are really good at, let's have a conversation so we can get that out and share it with teachers in Oklahoma. So with all of that, let's get straight to the interview. Okay. Um, my name is Sammy Marshall. Um, I taught math at U.S. Grant High School for the last three years, and now I'm working on my master's degree at um, Teachers College at Columbia University. And I've been tutoring and teaching otherwise for about 10 years now. So I love math. Wonderful. And I heard that you had a really great uh, interview at U.S. Grant. Can you just tell us a little bit about that experience? I did. Um, actually, that interview is what made me want that job. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, I'm just giving you our time, but um, yeah, so we got to work together at U.S. Grant. <laughs> and uh, you were. I just have to tell everybody that was there that you started there and immediately just took off. So every, for everybody who's listening, um, I got to see you teach, and it was just absolutely amazing to see you. And I just feel like that's important to say. <laughs> so. Well, thank you. I had a pretty great department chair to lead the way. Ah, shucks. Um, so, I, I, by the way, I didn't prep you on that, did I? No, that's all right. Um, so, okay, so let's uh, let's kick this off. You have an amazing roundup for okmathteachers.com this week, which is five ways to reinforce math practice one, which is uh, the Common Core, one of the eight mathematical practices for Common Core, make sense of problems and persevere in solving them. So, um, I thought... First of all, the article was amazingly easy to read and digestible, and I felt like I learned something as I read it uh, for each point. So wonderfully done. Can you just tell us a little bit about the um, about kind of what your thinking was with these five and which one of those was your favorite? Yeah, um, thank you. I've been studying this uh, this practice pretty much all semester just because I've been curious about the process of, of cultivating perseverance and sense-making abilities in students. Um, so as I've observed master teachers, I've kind of had an eye toward the way that this develops. Um, I think that my favorite is the first one, that create a classroom environment in which struggle is expected, just because I, I think unless kids are exposed to this high-quality, challenging curriculum, they have no chance of, of developing um, perseverance and developing uh, uh, sense-making abilities. So really what we put in front of them, I think, 
conditioned them to um, to keep at it and to gain these skills. Yeah, so that's uh, creating a classroom environment where this is expected, though, is incredibly difficult. So you provided a link to Georgia's Critical Thinking Problems, which is a great, uh, amazing resource. What a what should a teacher do, though, that is just like just beginning and doesn't even know where to start with creating that classroom environment? Well, um, I, I think the last one speaks to that a little bit. The um, maintaining a safe classroom environment in which student self-efficacy up, is upheld. I think it's incredibly important that we recognize the math anxiety that's so present in so many students. Um, and I sometimes even point it out. I know that math makes a lot of people nervous. I know a lot of you feel like you're not good at it, but I promise you there are brilliant mathematicians who felt the same way at some point in time. And I just try to reinforce that they are not missing some mythical math gene if it's difficult at times. Um, so the the questioning strategies one also speaks to this and just encouraging kids to talk each other through their thought processes so that they can they can see how different people think and realize that um, I may think a different way than those other students. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to be good at this. Yeah, so that conversation is so important to have. Um, it uh, when I was reading this, it really sparked just a memory for me where I had read a great article from Carol Dweck. Uh, her last name is D W E E K, and she's out of Stanford. And she did, uh, and I, she did she did some great research on basically what what kind of things encourage students to um, persevere. I mean, this is her main psychology focus. So I actually sent her an email with a copy of your blog post in it, and I and I told you about that. You know, it wasn't totally a secret, but um, she was unable to actually, you know, kind of comment on it. She was very busy this week. But I just wanted, you know, you to know, and I thought it was so cool to have one of the one of the leading experts in the country to have read your blog and say um, that she loves it, and she she really had wished us the best uh, on our effort to you know, share this with teachers around the state. So she was, um, I thought it was really cool that she liked what you had written and she really, I, you know, I think for anybody who's interested in creating that environment, she's got some good advice too about, um, what does she say? Oh, oh it says it, you have to encourage students to work hard and focus on the effort that they put into it versus focusing on being smart and how, have you heard this research, that, that version of that research? Yes, she's actually one of the primary scholars I've drawn from in creating oh. this list. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, so she's amazing, right, first of all? Yes. Um, yeah, but her basic thing is that students, they did this huge research study where students who were told that they were smart after they were successful on a task, um, they ended up performing less and less well as things went on. And the students who were told that they had worked hard and that's why they performed well on a task, they in, in scored increasingly better on, on the yeah. subsequent tasks. Can you just tell tell me more about that uh, and your experiences with that? Um, yeah, I think that that's the part that inspired me to research this even further, um, just because that seemed to be so incredibly powerful that students realize it's hard work that pays off. It's not some um, gene that they're 
born with or born without. Um, and to go along with that, she's also done a couple of studies um, where she studied how students attributed their, or what students attributed their failure to. So if they thought that they weren't successful because they weren't smart enough, then they weren't willing to try hard in the future. Whereas if they thought they weren't successful because they knew it was a challenging problem, um, then they were willing to persevere on math. Uh, and it was it was math specific in that study. And uh, to me, that just seemed so incredibly important that we help them realize it's not that you aren't good enough. It's that this is abstract material and you've got to train your brain to think that way. Yeah. Well, I think that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that you had, um, so I, I didn't realize that you had drawn from Dweck and as, you know, as I was reading your stuff, I was like, wow, this reminds me of all the great things that I loved about her research. And, uh, so did, did you think it was crazy that I sent that email to her? <laughs> I was, um, I was thrilled and yeah. that she responded. Um, I know that was yeah. so cool. Well, hopefully we'll get her on a future uh, OK Math podcast. That would be amazing. I think it's worth saying, and you probably, if you know Carol Dweck, you probably know Joe Bowler, who's also out of Stanford. Um, Joe Bowler is the one who did the, um, she did a, a huge open course about how students learn math, and she's kind of, uh, well, she's a huge expert on um, math anxiety. Um, have you read any of her stuff as well? Uh, yep. <laughs> right? How good I, is she? She's yeah, she's fabulous. She um focuses more on elementary, um, but her I think her conclusions apply to everyone. So most people know Dan Meyer now. Dan Meyer has really made a name for himself and has, has communicated really complex ideas about math teaching very simply. And um uh he studies under Joe Bowler at, through Stanford, uh, which I think is a really cool connection for that some people will make through this. So um, well, Sammy, thank you so much for all of this. Is there anything that you'd like to add to uh, to our listeners? Uh, I don't know. Um, if anybody has ideas, though, surely they can just, if they have anything they'd like to add to the list, maybe we can just have them uh, comment, and uh, that would be really cool. Absolutely. Okay. Well, um, yeah, folks, if you're listening to this and, and you've learned something about helping students uh, persevere, uh, we have this really fantastic article from Sammy, and I think some really good input from her here. And uh, we'd love to have you read the, the list, check out the resources, and comment on there. And uh, just keep doing great things in your classroom, and we'll be in touch. You're listening to the Oklahoma Math Podcast.